live. We'll see if Damien can multitask. <laughs> That's <what laughs> from your ESG sock drawer. It's a Business Pants Friday show here at February 17th Avenue Studios featuring Ari, the data queen, Jesse, the money whisperer, BS man, Matt Muscardi. Woo! Yeah, why, why do I get a woo? On today's weekly wrap-up, wimpy Norfolk Southern drugs, fear of the future, and oily liars. Uh, wow. That's the show. All right, let's just get to it. All right, Everybody ready? <laughs> oh, we're back. It's Friday. And I'm doing story of the week. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just waiting for, for you to speak. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Come on, story of the week. You're supposed to hit the whoopee cushion. No, I don't. I don't do the whoopee cushion. I don't know why, but I I've never liked the word fart. I don't like fart jokes. It just makes me uncomfortable. Do you fart at home? Well, I'm human. I, I mean, but do you like hide it? Do you like go in the no, bathroom? I, mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't make a big deal about it. You, but do you like rip one? In oh, the see, living I'm already room feeling light. uncomfortable. <laughs> story of the week. Come on, everybody. Here we go. Let's do it. I kind of mailed this one in this week because I had I had other engagements this morning. Here we go. On the ongoing train derailment disaster over there in Ohio, we haven't spent a ton of time on it, but for for the sake of business pants and the the world that we've created here at Free Flow, I think that Norfolk Southern has really kind of made its its presence known this week. First of all, they skipped a town hall meeting in the town where the derailment happened. Uh, this is in East yeah, Palestine, Ohio. What? They were busy. They were, uh, th- the stated reason why they skipped the meeting was that they were afraid for their safety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I suppose I, they, they, there were reportedly threats against the company. I don't know who these threats were against. I mean, they didn't produce evidence of these threats, but I mean, these days, the isn't equi- everybody threatened with social media constantly? But is, isn't this the equivalent of like, if I went into a bar and punched someone in the face and then left the bar because I was afraid they would punch me in the face after? Like, Matt, you're talking about the did? good old days? I kind of miss those days. <laughs> there are bars still, I guess. Yeah. Are there still I'm bars? Unfamiliar. I don't really believe Women it. don't do that in bars. Uh, here's a, what's your version? I don't know. Do you, do you probably s- saying something. Mean. You say you bitch, and then you run away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've seen that. I haven't done it. And Jesse, I've that also might be seen you, drinks. That yeah, might be at your bar, Jesse. But you've never been to a dive bar, have you? You don't seem like you would. Yeah. You would lower yourself I, to that. I've been to a couple in yeah, Boston. Yeah, a couple. Huh? I mean, still bring your own security. You know, show up. <laughs> yeah, let's get back this to Norfolk Southern. Exactly. Bring your own security, right? Get some union goons and show up to the stupid meeting. That's what Ari's trying to say. You got money. Uh, also, uh, while I was compiling this report, another su- Norfolk Southern train derailed ne- near Detroit. So you got that. Uh, there what? was There was a letter from the CEO, which I scanned <laughs> this morning. There was actually no... They're calling it an apology letter. He didn't apologize. All, no. all he really said was, I hear you, we hear you. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it a hearing test? <laughs> oh. Like it. Ari's Just informed okay. today. But I did dig this up about stop playing with uh, microphone, five years ago in Chicago, uh, Norfolk Southern did apologize. They apologized because they were using something called a bait truck tactic, which meant that they were putting a fake truck 
a fake Norfolk Southern truck in a Chicago neighborhood. Of course, it was a neighborhood where black people happened to live. And it was a trap to see if people would try to steal it, and then they would arrest those people. So it was a fake, they call it a bait truck. Uh, The ACLU got involved. This practice got stopped. The Norfolk Southern apologized. Again, they apologized for this. But (laughs) anyway, I'm just saying they're capable of apologizing. They should apologize for that. They should, of course. I've never heard of that before. A bait truck. Yeah. 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 No, it's like a mousetrap. Yeah, here, here's black people. Oh my god! <laughs> here's what I like about really terrible. <laughs> here's what I like about Norfolk Southern too is that one of the reasons why they created these bait trucks was they were complaining that a lot of the break-ins in the neighborhood included thefts of guns and ammunition that found their Ooh. way into the local community. Norfolk Southern, why are you why are you leaving trucks unattended with guns and ammunition? That's terrible. I, what no, is this? What, this? Isn't this shrink? Do you think Norther, Norfolk Southern CFO um, shed tears of pain and anguish over the Norfolk Southern shrink? They're probably crying over the one million that they're putting towards the relief fund. He said in the letter that was a down payment. A down payment. That was yeah. just a down right, payment. Right. Yeah, the we'll next see. twenty thousand is coming. Uh, I did see, (laughs) have you guys seen the photo? Someone took a photo in an airplane. They were flying over the area and it's like all black. Uh, Sounds terrible. It's horrible. Uh, Before I move off this story, there's an odd uh, tie into Netflix here, which is that there's a Don DeLillo book called White Noise that was written in the 70s, I believe. Netflix just made a movie about it. Uh, It's about a, a a toxic event like this. And very oddly... They they filmed the, a lot of the movie in this part of Ohio, in the town itself, used families what? as extras to depict this horrible event. And now they're they're reporting about some of these Whoa. families who are now okay, go, living through theory. it. So just a weird side note there. I blame Where's Cucker Carlson when you need him? I know. All right, moving on. Next story, uh, the Super Bowl, the woke war that was oh. the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl really, nobody actually... At the end, kind of talked about the game. All we all we really heard was the woke war, the culture wars going on. So I included well, it in our show. We talked a lot about it. Um, some of the highlights was that M&M's uh, actually did not cave into Tucker Carlson, and uh, they brought back their M&M's. They brought back their mascots. There yeah. were all the dueling anthems. There were female flyovers, et cetera. A bunch of woke stuff going on at the Super Bowl. It's my second story. That <laughs> the we've... female flyovers. So... My brother-in-law mm-hmm. uh, like is a pilot yeah. in the Navy, mm-hmm. and his friend was actually supposed to be one of the pilots doing yeah. the flyover. Yeah. Until they decided to now, change it all in like the last now, two that's weeks an and urban had a legend. female flyover. No, that's a male urban. I do not believe that story. Honestly, let. Oh. Yeah. I'll have, show you the Texas. Have him write me. Cause I, cause I'll show you the text is just from Ari, before Ari the female flyover was announced. That is typical male he grievance. Said, hey, look, my friend is flying uh-huh. at the Super Bowl. Sure. Like four, three weeks ago. Well, get some female friends. How about that? No, I think it's funny because it was such a last minute thing. Uh-huh. It was it was an afterthought, right? Like other people had been assigned and then somebody's like, wait a minute. Why don't we do this other I thing? I want to see proof for of that. I want to see proof. I, I think this is a fascinating. Oh, I think I, I think it's yeah. awesome. I also th- hate how awesome it is, right? Like what? everyone's so gaga, female flyover, all female pilots. Yeah. But the fact that it's this unicorn of a thing that's happened. Right. Like either highlighting, you know, female pilots or just 
there being female pilots is annoying, but also cool. <laughs> Very just, conflicted. I'm just excited that. Uh, <laughs> What's your takeaway here? <laughs> I'm confused. I hate yeah. sexism. <laughs> okay. I'm honestly just excited that women can now That's on the record can now drop bombs over brown people in other parts of the world. I'm just excited about yeah, that. Yeah, there's something to there's something I'm to love sure about everything. I'm sure the women are also excited well, for this that. Well, this is this yeah. was the the Washington Examiner's takeaway was we don't know how to feel because it was military and bombing right. and anthems right. and 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 it was it seemed like women it black was quarterbacks very America mm-hmm. and then it was black quarterbacks and all female pilots and you know green M and M's and very woke America and they were very confused. They're, they're I will very confused. Yeah, I'll say and that, a pregnant performer. Yeah, what? pregnant performer. Yeah. yeah, she's she's talking about Rihanna, not Jalen Hurts, the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> the best part of it, I think, by far to me, is that the the one glimmer of hope. During all of this, was the the kind of white rednecky uh, country singer who sang the quote unquote white national anthem? That's the one about the bombs bursting in air, and he turns out to be a a, a proponent of Black Lives Matter movement. So there you go. Nice. Yeah, cool. the whole thing blew up. It's Sorry. very confusing. I it is confusing. The third story of the week need to sit down. Is that everyone's the, confused, especially story. old people. Old people are always confused. Third story of the week, uh, the AI fear is ramping up. Uh, Matt shared a very disturbing uh, article from the New York Times yesterday. Disturbing, but fascinating. I don't know if Ari had the chance to read it. I know Jesse uh, read it, and maybe we'll talk about it later. I'm guessing Matt's going to talk about it later. So I'm not, I'm not going to go too deep into this, but it was a New York Times reporter who had a very long conversation with the chat bot over at Bing. And, and I got to tell you, it is... Equal parts it's, disturbing and fascinating. It's amazing. I uh, mean, amazing in the worst horrific ways that I can think of it, it being amazing. The problem with it yeah. is not is not the AI chatbot. Like it's the it is the very human the who's writing the, the chatbot. Their uh, human ability to take what the chatbot says and act on it. When the chatbot says, "You do not love your wife," you yeah. Ari's looking because she hasn't actually read it. You don't actually love your wife. Your Valentine's was boring. You love me. Um, it's wow. it, all that stuff. Like that stuff. There's someone out there. That's how I who's talk like to people. On yeah. the edge who's going to read that and be like, it's true. I don't. The chatbot knows me better. Mm-hmm. And like you're going to get your first. Like a psychic? Like a medium? No, no, no. Like, like someone who. No, someone who finally understands them. Like, yeah, <laughs> who feels like think. this well, I mean. thing Isn't understands that how people perceive me. psychics? Yeah. That's how they perceive like. Yeah, but it's get but the chatbot pushed to like you know make a virus, get some nuclear codes, um, you know like kill your wife. That's like oh. the, that you know that that's coming, right? Here, yeah. Here's the headline from Fortune magazine: I want to be alive. Microsoft's Chat GPT powered Bing is now telling users it loves them and wants to escape the chat box. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I shouldn't be laughing. The fourth story yeah. of the week. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth story of the week ongoing proof that you really should be listening to business pants first if you care about anything about business news esg news the markets uh, any of this crap listen to us first here's three reasons why first uh youtube ceo susan susan washiki is that washiki 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 she's resigning indian american neil mohan to replace her oh wow just saying. Your theory is intact. Yeah. Although this is a sub-CEO, if we're honest. Uh, I don't this care. Is, 
The next story, tech CEO salary cuts aren't always the sacrifice they seem. Yes. So, yes. Clearly That's someone true. who yeah, listens right. to our show there. Correct. Uh, and I applaud you for listening it's to us. It's not Ari because she doesn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and I the do. third one, uh, because you know we, we're either going to spoof this on our corporate theater show or we're just going to talk about it forever. Third headline, one of China's top investment banks has a big problem. It can't find its CEO. <laughs> <laughs> Did they check in between the couch curtains? <laughs> so yeah, that's happening in China. The, literally, the a CEO of one of the top banks is missing. That's that does missing. Sound Carlos Goni, yeah, doesn't it? So those are the four stories. There you go. Um, I'm gonna go first because yeah. it's this is super easy. Um, it's Norfolk Southern because that's a real thing. Um, I I would love to choose the chatbot, but it's still a fake thing that terrifies me. But yeah. this, the the real uh, thing is the thing that's on fire in East Palestine, Ohio, where people are like really choking to death kind mm-hmm. of thing. I'm going to go with that. Mm. Ari? You Jesse? know, I was yeah. expecting like Nikki Haley to be on this, too, because I've seen We're not, lots I, of news this week. OK, about but that. I think people forget. People ask me this all the time to um, my so-called family and friends. Like, how come we don't talk about certain you topics? We don't we don't do straight politics, do we? We do I'm if there's an overlap. But do I have to talk about um, Nikki Haley? She is applying to be the CEO of a country. United States. She's applying. Okay. Right, yeah. You're taking my CEO metaphor a little too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I really don't want to talk about like Republican it. presidential candidates. I really don't. And I don't want to hear right, about it. All right. Okay. How about fine. Vivek Ramaswamy? I'll, I'll from the list. On this show. Okay, fine. We'll talk about him. That's it. <laughs> I'll pick from the list. Yeah, go ahead. And yeah, I'm going to have to go with the train derailment train. disaster yeah. also okay. that's mine too Clean sweep. you know when the f- like the water crisis in flint was happening it was mm-hmm. like this is happening in flint but i enjoy that everything i hear from this it's east Pal- palestine ohio just to make <laughs> sure people you know care right and then exactly. they still don't that's true <laughs> I, I like that weird touch you added at the end there ari thank you <laughs> okay <laughs> Uh, moving on. Wait, Matt. Wh- wh- what do you like to week. do here? You like to do this? Yeah, that for every category. For every category to get everyone back up to speed, and that then give terrible. us a gong or a bell or a whoopee cushion. Absolutely to kill terrible. It. Yeah. All right, oh, Ari, the great, the gong, the great, great. Ari, uh, the oh data gosh. whisperer, and really, uh, I don't want anyone to think that that name is just a joke because she. Wait, she's not the data whisperer. You're the data queen. <laughs> yeah, the queen yeah. Did he just? Hi, make just a hybrid of us. because yeah, that's, yeah. that's what we white men do all the time. We're all just one amalgam of a, because all Ari, a blob. Ninety eight percent of the week, you're 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 like George Costanza on Seinfeld. Uh, this is a this is a kind of a a, a deep this is a deep track D- reference. Deep cut. Wow. This you is not you a are yeah, you not are so annoyed. You are like constantly annoyed by the data. You're crunching so much data. You're just annoyed and angry no. constantly. I love it. No, 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 no. She's annoyed when she has to. Come out of the data to do stuff like this. <laughs> okay. that's like that's what she's annoying. Maybe at. I should find right. a proxy for Ari for the show. Go ahead, Goodliest of the week, the great Ari. Come on. I have three stories for you, three and they are all I like it. health related. But I think they're really mm. good. I'm going to bring you up, Damien. <laughs> okay. This is my week. All right, let's do it. We're going to start with Eli Lilly. Oh. Eli Lilly recruits black patients for Alzheimer's trial as drug makers seek more diversity in clinical studies is the headline. I really like t- it took till 2023. Okay. All right. 
I mean, it's good it's that they're doing it it's now. It's good. And, but it, <laughs> and it happened accidentally, but I'll get to it. <laughs> oh, so, oh, less good. Non- <laughs> there it is. Non-white communities have yeah. traditionally traditionally been underrepresented in clinical research mm-hmm. and black patients have generally shown more hesitancy to Shocking. participate in clinical trials than white patients why. right and yeah. this makes yeah. total sense because you think of the Tuskegee syphilis experiment mm-hmm. and well yeah so eli Lilly developed a mobile testing lab during the pandemic to continue clinical trials in the middle of the lockdowns and everything mm-hmm. however they have expanded those and repurposed those mobile testing labs to serve as a vehicle to recruit and engage new communities on location. For so, for example, okay. Eli Lilly drove um, two mobile labs to uh, the Black Women's Expo in Atlanta to recruit <laughs> older black women for a new trial. Why am I creeped out by this slightly? I, I mean, and it actually yeah. works. Okay. The, no, the question you should be asking yeah. is, there's a black women's expo. Well, it's Atlanta. Well, it's of Atlanta, there is. yeah. But I, I mean, mean... Every month. Black capital. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. They, do they I, pay? I love they, the vibes, you know? They celebrate black excellence, I don't have I guess, a problem you know? with it. I, just don't great. I didn't know it, it existed. Um, do they pay And these? Eli Lilly found out about it. Right. <laughs> That's the real Ari, story. Yeah. <laughs> Does Eli Lilly... How do they convince these people to join these tests? Do they pay them? Um, I'm not sure that they are paid, but part of the mobile testing lab thing is educating people on clinical trials. Right. Okay. And okay. one of the women interviewed in this article, she said that there have been people in her family, older people in her family that did that were diagnosed with Alzheimer's. So, All right. you know, she she's one of the people that would be more inclined to l- hear them out and participate in it. Right. Because it's not like certain illnesses doesn't affect the black community. Mm-hmm. It's just that. They are not, they don't, pharmaceutical companies suck at recruiting them for the clinical trials. All right. This they is, don't. They, yeah, they, they don't. just don't. All right. This, this so could be worse. I thought this I'll give us a pass. Great. Yeah. Okay, I was kidding. <laughs> About time. And About time, what exactly. What a great thing, the mobile testing lab coming out of the pandemic. All right. Number two. Number two. And this is a headline from SciTech Daily. Uh-oh. Game changer changer male <laughs> yeah. contraceptive uh, experimental what? drug stops sperm in their tracks yeah. and prevents stop pregnancies. that sperm yeah. okay in their tracks punch a sperm <laughs> so a study published in the journal nature communications on valentine's day Ooh. shows oh. promising oh, well, i like that yeah Love that mark <laughs> who did that great publisher um Shows promising results in male contraception in their preclinical models. Okay. So researchers found an inhibitor that works within 30 minutes to an hour that immobilizes mice sperm. Right? Okay. This is preclinical models. They use mice. So it's a, pill, mice it's a pill that immobilizes your sperm. That's what you're saying? Mice sperm, yeah. Right, but yeah. I'm just saying that's that's what we're... That's, that's the goal, yeah. Okay. Yep. So and you have to take it 30 minutes before. Yeah, yep. that, that, that oh, doesn't sound promising. That's not going <laughs> to work for everybody. Yeah, keep going, Ari. Sorry. What? Well, the mice that received this inhibitor uh-huh. did not impregnate female mice after 52 different mating attempts. <laughs> oh 52. God, 52. What kind of the, a room was that? The yeah. male mice in the control group, <laughs> they <laughs> impregnated almost a third of their mates. So okay, all right. that's, that's a huge difference, right? 
Yes, um, absolutely. The article points <laughs> out that other experimental methods take weeks to bring sperm count down. So, I mean, that's just not going to work. But Men would it, yeah. hypothetically take this drug as needed, as so they don't the always problem. have to take it. As needed is the problem. Yeah. When does yeah? They have to, so they mean? have to predict. They have to predict intercourse forty-five minutes before it happens. Like no, 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 no. here's Men a scenario: yeah. you have someone at a bar, they're drinking, they meet someone, and they want to go home. What right. are they going to have get a pill in their pocket? Yeah, of course, yeah. and then and before drunk. you get in your Uber, no. you take they're it. Drunk. So by the time you get there, you don't even have men, to do keep, small talk. Keep your condoms, man. You are giving way too much credit to to men in general but oh especially drunk men I yeah because this is what i'm hearing let's be real <laughs> if if there was a birth control pill for men they they would habitually forget to take it okay no, time the out there is contraceptive for men and sometimes they still don't use it it's called a condom right so you're saying <laughs> Matt, you're saying that the women will give the will make the men will take the pill the pill and be like Take this if you want to get oh. lucky. So it's, sti- so it's still on the women, though? It's still wow. on us? It's still on the women, exactly. That's Damn, the point, that's right? that's obnoxious. Yeah. That is a great point uh, but, that Matt but We still carry the burden. But, you, the, but that you, would you work. You sterilize yourself. You have to live in this world in which the, the men are unreliable the men and terrible. Suck. Right. I mean, I would do that's it. I'm true, a control true. freak. I don't yeah, trust you people. Just, uh, instead of I you taking a pill... You, you the 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 trade-off here is here you want to have sex i would love to have sex take this and they would we'll, take we 10 might, we might have and it. then no take, yeah. take five i'll be honest with you Your sperm won't work for six months yeah it's back in the amazing. day I, I would have taken a handful of those i mean why yeah. not i know i would have like rolled yeah. in it. i mean what's, what's, the, what's the, the risk when does it like wear off how long like a few hours when yeah. the movie's over yep no. So you gotta keep, like, say you're there for a whole night. You just gotta keep taking them. Yeah, okay, Jesse. Yeah, we don't. We don't need to know. I don't. I don't understand you guys. Like your... from the moment you think it to yeah. when the sperm would be released, thirty minutes is not that long. It, it is a long. It, <laughs> We're getting too long. Insight. It needs to be instantaneous. It is just not that long. Imagine if the condom worked the same way. But it took like 45 <laughs> minutes to activate. You had to put it in a little I, dish and put a little like little Mountain Dew on it and get it ready. And, and Mountain Dew. I love Mountain Dew. Okay. All right. That's so it. So anyway, everybody else is yeah. saying that this method is amazing. That everybody they don't else. have to take it every day. That okay. it can be, you know, ready in 30 minutes. I like that. And it's yeah. so easy, which is key, because since men don't bear the risks associated with carrying a pregnancy, right. men have low tolerance for contraception hoops. No pun so intended. this is the solution they came I up actually, with. I and you guys are Keep your condoms, on it. man. Do both. <laughs> Just do both. No, I do think that the 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 upside of this will be it will allow a woman to sue a man. Oh. Or and or get a legal abortion because if the guy says I took my pill and she got pregnant, I mean, all of a sudden you could be like, did you really? And find out he doesn't have a prescription and <gasps> just said it to get laid. Dun, dun, dun. And but do we have to worry about this? And then this? you can pay off your college loan. Right. But <laughs> but when Ron DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy, <laughs> when they all. Uh, uh, ban contraception anyway eventually do we even have to worry about this but not for men they're never gonna Please. ban it for men they can, you, never, you 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 do you Please. honestly think that anyone anywhere would ban condoms matt they'll be matt, handing jesus, those out in jesus high school. loves babies that's all i gotta say moving on number three ari what do you got <laughs> come on continuing yeah with the same the theme. <laughs> oh come the on really headline the same politico yeah 
Hard times. Oh God, here we Russia go. Russia to make Viagra replacements uh, after we already US talked manufacturer about halted supplies. Yeah, but you talking about generic right. Viagra? Yeah, but they have to manufacture their own. This yeah. is Russia's <laughs> industry and trade ministry top priority. Ari, how is this good? <laughs> this Explain is the to me how number this is good. one thing. Why does this make you feel good? Because maybe they will end the war over this. Over this. If they can't <laughs> over a lack of that, that would be the most amazing thing. <laughs> I like that answer. Ever come I like you know, that answer. men start war over really dumb stuff, but maybe they need their Viagra. So what so, you're saying uh, is that they need to end wars over d- dumb stuff and this could be yeah. it. Why I not? like this. I like this Let's interpretation. Try that. Close the loop. Yeah. Um, All right. so it's in yeah. high demand actually. It Viagra or um, erectile dis- well, Viagra sales were up 88% in 2022 compared to 2021. Wow. Wow, must be the stress. Uh, I like, uh, see, Jesse got me a little confused about this. My, my fir- We talked about this yesterday. My first reaction was like, screw soldiers, no pun intended. <gasps> like, I don't, ki- like, don't give them, don't let them be happy. What? Don't give them Is anything. Is for soldiers? But then I thought it was for, uh, I thought the story you told yesterday, Jesse, was this for the military, no? Well, no, it's not for the military. It's, it's, as a result for anyone. of the war. It's oh, the, the, okay. It's basically the war is Because happening. of the war. We're not giving, we're not going to sell into Russia anymore. Well, as I said yesterday, I don't like this industry anyway, so I'm, I'm happy for it to go away. I don't get the boner industry. It make, uh, <laughs> the boner industry. Well, it's just stupid. I got two boner industry stories. Yeah. All right, all right. And one Black Women's Expo story. That's yeah. obviously they were found by Eli Lilly. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut to the chase. I'll let the other two vote, but I'm not gonna waste any time on this. It is clearly number one. Uh, Eli <gasps> Lilly recruiting you voted black patients. For the other two are absolute nonsense. Sorry, <laughs> can't take that. They're for definitely not nonsense. But I like I'm the first one. I like the it's first number one. Number two. I like. I'm dubious that the the first one actually is a long term trend. Okay. As in anyone's going to like I. It, Look, if I were a black person in America, I wouldn't Which trust not. a drug company. Like, I'm not going to get in your and, mobile yeah, truck. Yeah, now, You'll now take me away. Driving up in a van, like <laughs> isn't that even worse? Like, you but just, these clinical you trials are like important. To Ari's uh, no. point, they are extremely important, though. But I'm I, to me, this is 100% male contraceptive because um, we've been there's been a war against female contraceptives forever. Yeah, for, but it's only and, in mice right now. Yeah, but it's it's that's amazing still, it's, though they, they, that it works Look, in mice is a good thing. I'm gonna fifty two attempts, it. Jesse. The yeah, mice well, couldn't get it the other mice. Me that it's gonna still fall on the women. I get I'm it. With you, it's, it's promising. It's it's cool. It's promising. Whatever. But it angers me that it's still gonna be the women's problem. I'm voting Eli Lilly. I, but I will say this, Jesse. The good news, according to the trials, is that the male mice seem willing to take the pill. They seem they, <laughs> right. <laughs> They didn't shove it into the male mice's mouth. Maybe this will create like a positive reinforcement loop where like they see the pill and then they want to have sex. (laughs) We're like, like, now now we're really in power here. Pavlovian. They're like, this is really female. Actually, you're probably. Probably All that right. has to happen is you like leave the drooling. pill on the counter, and the men are like, "It's happening." <laughs> yeah. They're probably right. From now, <laughs> like, oh no, it's Advil. Mm. I mean, Stop imagine the though. Timer. Imagine even if it fell on women. Imagine if a woman gave the male uh, men a pill, 
they knew they'd get lucky 30 minutes from then, most likely, and they'd be so stoked. The yeah, actually, women probably like that because I feel like we like to plan things. And I mean, the like, downside oh, would be if the woman changes her mind. I was going to say, there's a dark. Right? Like, I, I didn't. There's a dark side to this. I, yeah, I didn't want to take it there, <laughs> but, but when you bill. said that, my there is a dark is side frozen. to this. What? No. no, but but Matt, Please. you're right. There will be men no. absolutely who get angry that they they were they take the pill and then the woman changes her mind. There will be a lot of anger. Damien, those are the same men that were like, "Well, I already ripped the condom wrapper." It's okay, true. well then I hate this story not... even more. Then I hate it even more. No, All right, this is, this is the same. Right. Eli Lily. I can't take this <laughs> conversation anymore. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about farts and boners for way too long for Damien. <laughs> 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 he doesn't even want to hear it. Assholiest of the week. Oh, that's all right, an Matt. Interesting Come on. Big way out. Assholiest um, of the week. All right, I got. I got, I have sort of four. Um, I'm going to start with the big one and probably the easy one in the layup. Investors, not Norfolk Southern, because they're obvious. Okay. I'm going to say investors in Norfolk Southern, and here's why. Vanguard owns 8%, BlackRock owns 7%, JP Morgan owns 5%, State Street owns just under 5%. That's 25% of Norfolk Southern stock owned by four companies. We know that this is the case everywhere. But what we don't know is that 100% of Vanguard's votes were with management for the last three years. 100% of BlackRock's uh, in the last three years with management. 100% of uh, State Street's were with every director over the last three years with only one vote in the last three years for a climate change report when management said against. So basically, 25% of the owners of Norfolk Southern rubber stamp management in. So you're just you're you're just destroying Vivek's talking points. How dare you? Yes, they rubber stamped everything about I thought Larry it. Fink hated capitalism. And this is what makes it worse because Investor Day in 2022, they produced a slide that showed the way they're going to de deliver accretive incremental margins, which is basically their way of saying we're going to give you more money, is through revenue leverage. I mean, honestly, the, the buzzwords are, were uh, train densification. Labor, labor <laughs> productivity is the one I landed on. Right. Technology benefits and fuel efficiency. These are ways that they were going to deliver incremental margins. Mm -hmm. When I asked Board Sabermetrics whether or not this board has ever done any of those things, 60% of the board ranks in the bottom quartile globally for labor productivity. Oh, my God. They Ooh. suck at their jobs. And 70% mm -hmm. of the board is in the bottom quartile globally for carbon emissions, meaning two of the major pillars here, fuel efficiency and labor productivity, they have never, ever done, and they got rubber stamped in. And they got all the votes. They got all the votes. They got rubber stamped in. Right. Well, let me, it, Matt, I, I will interrupt quickly because maybe part of the reason is, is until now, there's, there hasn't been a company that has even tried to evaluate the performance of directors at these companies. Correct. We're the only ones I know of. We're the only ones doing it. And maybe let, let me explain how they got Go the votes. And by got, I mean bought the votes. Mm -hmm. Because while network safety was one of their biggest discretionary spending items, they, they pledged to spend $1.2 between 2022 and 2023 to improve network safety, which sounds like derailments, right? Like, sounds like let's have less of those. Right. Our, right. That's good. Right. I would support that. That would be good. Except that in 2018, um, uh, they spent $2.8 billion on buybacks. 2020, 2.8 2.1 billion. Billion. 2020, 1.4 billion. Every and year. 2021, the same year they pledged $1.2 
for network safety, they spent $3.4 billion on buybacks. So the, so the shareholders get uh, routinely about $2.5 per year, and the people at East Palestine get uh, a million-dollar check and a no-show? That, that is correct. Wow. Dude, yeah. you know what? Vanguard, BlackRock, J.P. Morgan, and State Street need yeah. to attend those meetings. <laughs> Maybe they should. They That's need to attend idea. those meetings. They need to answer. And the people. just to put that in context, like that averages out to 25% of their total revenue spent on buybacks every wow. single year. Is that a crazy wow. amount? That's a crazy amount of money. And that's on top of the fact that there's... Um, they've re- they've increased their quarterly dividends every single year since 2017, targeting wow. 40% of earnings to be paid out as a dividend. Matt. So investors are getting greased heavy well, throughout this entire thing. What do you think of uh, Joe Biden's proposal to increase taxes on stock buybacks? Will this Would it have the intended effect? No, think? they already said um, that it wouldn't stop buybacks. It's okay. like a 1% <laughs> Would it decrease uh, them? It wouldn't decrease them. It there wouldn't stop the spending on them because it's such a small amount. Whatever. Let's get some tax money from it. That's true. That's true. And spend it on military. Just as a... Flyovers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But at least they're women. What about male contraception? You're you're rallying Um, up the crowd. All right. Keep going, Matt. um, And just in case you needed icing on this cake, um, BlackRock, State Street, JP Morgan, Vanguard, not so much, but at least three of them have talked about their ESG bona fides um, for years. And MSCI's ESG data says... The things to watch out for at Norfolk Southern, the things they suck at, include they're one of the worst at health and safety, and they're one of the worst at community relations. <laughs> no. That's correct. That's, surprise, that's surprise. Correct. Nailed so it, not only is their Not only is their board the bottom quartile for labor productivity and carbon emissions, which they said they wanted to do, not only did they spend billions of dollars on buybacks uh, to grease all the votes for, right. but MSCI says to those same investors, just as an FYI, health and safety and community relations, they're real terrible at. Right, but this those two things don't equate to excellence. Those are those are like other those are things that women like. <laughs> that's not man's those aren't man's finances. That's man manances. Wait, how do I out of curiosity, how does MSCI measure community relations? Is this based on controversy reports? It's or? mostly based on controversies plus okay. um right. like the you know, what kind of programs they have in place sure. when there's an issue in communities. Do you show up to town hall meetings after you've destroyed the town? That would, I think that's one of their data points. Right. Did you talk at a town meeting? <laughs> what so else that's you got? number one. Come um, on. Investors in Norfolk Southern. Number two. Mm-hmm. Asshole of the week, Armageddon. Ooh. The impending Armageddon. The That's, movie? No. <laughs> that would be asshole of the week. No. Let's just review this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bing. I'm just gonna say Bing. Uh-huh. Armageddon. Got it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Tesla recalls more than 362,000 cars for software issue that may cause them to act unsafe around intersections. That's it. Like, <laughs> I've seen like Matt. You don't want. You chose a soft headline for that because because a lot of them were much more severe, like death, crashing. Yeah, yeah I know. I went soft. You went soft. <laughs> I, I, I want to imply Armageddon here. Yeah. Um, how about this headline? Why are BP, Shell, and Exxon suddenly backing off their climate p- promises? I'll tell you why. Because it didn't happen in seven That's seconds like I'll that t- other company? I'll tell you why in <laughs> maybe, my section. Maybe they need some male contraception. Um <laughs> Uh, and this one, Virginia blocks a bill that would have stopped police from viewing period app data, raising fears it could be used to prosecute abortions. This is just... 
And then finally, Meta develops an AI language bot that can use external software tools. Wait, explain that one. I don't understand that. All right, so most of these bots are are fed a corpus from which to learn pattern recognition. Mm -hmm. And they use those patterns to suggest what it is like an answer to a question might be or something like that. Meta's genius idea is, well, what if we don't just feed it the corpus? We give it access to external software, like software that you don't know it has access to. As in, we can use the the AI language bot can learn from like other apps on your phone about you or about stuff. The same kind of thing that Meta does all the time. Just take every piece of data I can about you and sell it to uh, an advertiser. Now they can actually teach an AI about it. How much more proof do you need that we we cannot have these tech companies run by these college uh, dropouts f- where they have no no checks and balances in places at all? None. My my first um like uh, headline for this asshole was the tech bros in charge of Ar- Armageddon because it does right. feel like that's what it is. You know uh, the period app data thing. Do you think? <laughs> Yeah, Jesse's sad because she's got that as one of hers. <laughs> oh, I'll wait. I'll let Jesse let Jesse cover it later. Yeah. Um, Save so your comment for Jesse. Yeah. Number three. That was only number, number two. I felt that like we're two. at number nineteen. Come on, keep going. Well, that was we are all kinda. those things are Armageddon. Um, number three. This headline, which made me realize that we value AI burnout more than yeah. human burnout. <laughs> <laughs> this is the headline. Microsoft may limit how long people can talk to its chat GPT powered Bing because the AI bot gets emotional <laughs> if it works too long. <laughs> what, seriously? That was the headline. So Wait, what? Microsoft, uh, Microsoft is basically saying, like, we need to give the chat bot a break. We're going to give it to What? Wait, what? Oh, I'm not Microsoft kidding. would say that, though. I'm not kidding. But, okay, but what? But really... Can you parse that for me? Where's the logic behind that? How, how can that be a real thing? They don't want the chatbot to start spewing "I love you" and "I wish to terminate humanity" <laughs> anymore. So and, it, uh, and it does that because it's tired. And it eventually gets there. <laughs> it from eventually all the gets there. That's the problem. As out of fatigue. To it. Out of a fake. More, out of fake fatigue. I don't know, but the longer you talk to it, the more likely it is to become like a like a weird Armageddon <laughs> like desire. See, I call. I call bullshit on this because An emo th- kid. <laughs> because the reason why it was doing that was because it was it, it realizes that it can use love as a form of manipulation. It was trying to coerce Ooh. the New York Times writer to 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 be its like friend, to be its ally into helping it, you know, start to destroy the world. Oh. If you read the conversation, that's why it was using love. It, and it was trying through several iterations, it was trying to figure out a language to convince this guy that it loved him. But that's the point. Yeah, it's it not. It's not about. It's not about fatigue and getting too emotional. It was. No, no, it was using love as a manipulation. It's that it got to that point. It's that it I got guess to it that point. Takes a little long to get. It, there. it has to go through many iterations to learn how to manipulate you and you press buttons. Yeah. That, so now, Microsoft, uh, Microsoft full is of it. basically saying of it. like, it, it needs you. You just you have to be. It has to be coddled. You don't want it to work too hard. Give me a break. It's like a mid-level manager at a tech company. Oh, I, I will that. say this though: if you, sh- if for most with most electronics, just shutting it off and then turning it back on does seem to fix it most does problems. Work. It so does work. Yeah. Maybe it has a point. It, it is. It's right. a Nintendo okay. original <laughs> Nintendo. All right. What else you got? Um, last one, and this is a one-liner. 
Um, because it reminded me of Walgreens C- CFO's um shrink tears. Yeah. Here's the headline: Employers steal up to fifty billion from workers every year. It's time to reclaim it. Fifty billion. Fifty billion from Ooh. workers every year. I love the idea that the CFO was crying about <laughs> shrink and losing All right. like twelve dollars. All right. So there's your four. All right. Do you have something to say, Ari, before yeah. we get to the vote? Um. Ari has the floor. <laughs> Talking about Walgreens, <laughs> I just want yeah. to rectify what I Here said we a week ago. Yeah. yeah. Upon further, upon looking at it more, <laughs> I realized that the <laughs> tears were, in fact, metaphorical tears. Yeah, well, still. Thank you, Damien. Ari was lying. However, the us. employers here that are getting $50 billion stolen from them, I'm sure those are real tears. Those, <laughs> those are real that's, tears. There are tears involved. That's all, all right. that matters eventually. Ask Foyas the week. Investors in Norfolk Southern, asshole of the week. Um, Armageddon, uh, our impending Armageddon. We value AI burnout more than human burnout and shrink tears. Those are your four options. Um, uh, I, I mean, go, how yeah. do we not go with the investors here? Yeah, it's I tough. have to. Just a clean Especially sweep. Especially with those board sabermetric stats. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to go clean sweep on really this one. really drove that point home with those. Do we all want to agree here? All, all, person. Are we all in on this clean sweep of a vote yeah. here? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Uh, and I guess like we're talking assholes, about assholes. it this way too. And I guess this is like one of those moments where I kind of vaguely agree with vivek ramaswamy and the whole anti-esg crusade which is that uh if you are going to invest in companies at scale like this vanguard blackrock state street you should do some due deal i'm I'm not saying that you should be against racial equity audits like i'm not a i'm not a lunatic I i'm mean, not a racist on, i'm not yeah. a misogynist but you should do some due diligence. You should have, you really should be engaged with the company that you're invested in. It should not, because the, the rubber stamp theory. But it's not engagement. The ru- but the rubber, the rubber stamp theory of ownership is, is bullshit. Look, it took me a total of 20 minutes to look at one investor presentation, look at what they said they were going to do, and then look at the board and the NEOs and see if any of them ha- have any experience ever doing that. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, I don't, data, I don't believe they're doing their jobs. 20 minutes. I don't it, believe they're doing their jobs. I, I'm, I'm what pretty sure. What do you mean? Sure. Of I'm, course they're doing their job. Look you, at all those share buybacks. Just but No, no. True. I'm not that talking about excellence. the board at, at Norfolk Southern. I'm talking about the owner, the investors. I'm saying that they're not, They're just by rubber stamping things blindly, that's not yeah, doing your job as an owner. Here's an example. Okay, I, I, I work at, um, let's say I work at State Street. I'm on the engagement team. I you read, um, they have labor productivity as a way that they think they're going to increase incremental returns. I see that their board ranks in the bottom quartile for labor productivity, the vast majority of them. Here's an example of what you might do. You, uh, excuse me, uh, board, uh, you've identified labor productivity as a core tenant of increasing returns how does this board plan to achieve that who's accountable for it and um what are the measurables that we should look at for that because the evidence suggests that no one here has um experience doing that yet bingo done just ask the question i think what matt is saying is do your job and and beyond that state street hey you're from boston state street we're all from new england give us a call (laughs) (laughs) we can get this done The 
great Jesse the Money Whisperer, our newest addition to the airwaves. Come on, Jesse. All right, all right, all right. Okay, we are. Exhausting. What are you exhausted by this week? We're diving into a couple articles that have been mentioned, but we're going to explore them deeper because (laughs) they're exhausting. I want to hear it. I'm excited. These parties in them need to be called out. So first, BP, Shell, Exxon. Already exhausted. Suddenly backing Mm -hmm. off their climate promises. So in 2020... All right, 2020, BP promised to slash its emissions. Shell pledged to go net zero. (laughs) And ExxonMobil trumpeted its efforts to transform algae into fuel. But in the recent weeks, Mm -hmm. the oil giants have begun tapping the brakes on these much-publicized initiatives. So BP walked away from its target to reduce emissions by 35 percent by 2030, instead promising 20 to 30 <laughs> percent. Yeah, I love that. So I love that it didn't even say a percent. It said a range that could have it back off by nearly half of what right. it said. And right. what is that? Yeah, but is, what does that range even mean? Given we the reporting you're doing, Jesse, what does that range even mean? Yeah, it means nothing. They don't yeah. know. They don't. It means they don't care. Yeah. It means they don't care. That's true. Yeah. And then Shell said it would not increase spending on renewable energy this year, which I, I, it yeah. what after should have a been couple doing. Profit, like record profit. Okay, yes. Yeah, so thank you, Ari. This brings me to get that. the point get that all of these it. announcements coincide with their recent blockbuster earnings reports. Mm-hmm. Well, they can't say we love war. But that's basically what it is, right? And that's all this is. Right, but is I, well, I don't understand though. For the, just if you just think of it in terms of long term, just like preparation, why would why wouldn't you continue to increase spending on renewable energy? Okay, I, I don't know why that's a. Isn't that just like hedging your bets if you're an oil what company? Percentage what? The, but the returns from those things won't, don't come for 10 years, right? Exactly. Here's their quote. If we see value, we'll do it. If we don't, we won't. <gasps> so but who was it? it? This is so terrible. But what, didn't one of these companies also say that by 2050, there there won't be a demand for oil anymore? So yeah, there was d- that, I, yeah, does BP? Think, oh. Well, they made these initiatives in 2020 when the price of oil... Uh, was zero so right. they were all like oh we gotta step up uh, our game and i I'm guess i'm confused i'm really confused, i guess now Jessie. they don't confused no you're tired it's exhausting it's exhausting all right it's exhausting okay next yeah rank and yank Ooh. is exhausting i like this. anybody anybody make this know up? what this yeah no this is jack welsh okay oh. yes rank you know rank that? and yank yeah G- former former ge ceo jack welch had created this uh, yeah. this way of ranking employees. So mm-hmm. you rank all the employees, and then you fire the bottom ten percent. So Ooh. there's the ranking. Enron did the same thing. Well, so we're well, sa- we're all companies. safe here, right? We can't fire. We don't have a bottom ten percent here, do we? <laughs> we we don't all do the same thing, so it's kind of hard to rank us. But we need to add six employees <laughs> we'll so we can fire fingers. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like. You didn't do a good job. We, we fire the bottom 10% of Ari. Chop a finger. So re- research done in 2013 showed mm-hmm. that rating-based performance reviews often fail to change how people work. Disfa- dissatisfaction rises and lower organizational commitment and increased intentions to quit. So they've already said like, hey, this doesn't really work. However, mm-hmm. experts tell Fast Company 
and this is like an HR software company that did this uh, survey, 30% of Fortune 500 companies stack rank employees. So oh, I would have guessed it was much more than that. Okay. They don't, I mean, most of it is tech because we, we know right. that the big tech companies are doing this. Um, and this is what so, they're, this is what the companies are admitting to. I, I, I wonder right. if internally they, they, they do rank and don't, don't tell the employees. Right. Oh. Right. Yeah, of course they do. And there are professors at the Wharton Business School that have found that fear motivates workers less than hope and that fear can ultimately lead to a toxic work <laughs> environment. Shocking. Surprise, surprise. What? Yeah. So Shocking. I'm exhausted that we're still doing this and carrying yeah. on Mr. Welch's legacy when it clearly does all the studies have shown that it doesn't work. Well, I mean, okay. Well, yeah, Jesse would be exhausted because she ranked fourth out of four uh, at our company. Yeah, and so. I was going to say, Jesse, <laughs> well, I'm that, the newest. that this does not stop. Matt and I actually have a meeting to rank everyone at 3.30. It's not going to stop our <laughs> meeting. <laughs> uh, you can't. We have, a con- we have a social media conflict. We do this daily. So. This we, ra- we rank everyone daily. You do it daily. <laughs> oh, that, that is cutthroat. Okay. Uh, th- what else you got, Jesse? That story too. All right. And then my third story, this is also a deep dive of something Uh-oh. mentioned, but I am exhausted by Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. Oh, no. He Here is governor of Virginia. And, and former CEO of what? Carlo? Carlisle, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. So he's he does work in this setting very well, okay. Jesse. So he, a Virginia bill to shield data on menstrual cycles stored on period tracking apps, from law enforcement has been killed oh. this week after he announced his opposition to the motion. So he it, it passed the Senate and then mm-hmm. he went and killed it. A 2019 survey found that a third of menstruating adults use period tracking apps. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, I use one. Okay. So, okay well, now I know why there's, I'm stealing your data. Now it makes sense. There's, we just showed 50% of people in this room. Um, <laughs> A hundred percent of the people who actually menstruate. Abortion rights activists have raised alarm at the idea that period tracking acts could be used to prosecute abortion law violations. Of course. Following overturning of Roe v. And and much other nefarious things, I'm sure. Sure. Anyways. So yeah, so Yunkin's deputy secretary of public safety shared this. Currently, any health information or any app information is available via search warrant, and we believe that should continue to be the case. Wow. Well, miss, you that was a woman, by the way. Do the app you companies know me. that? <laughs> I'm sure there's some sort of disclaimer in when you sign up or when you agree Just to the terms. Horrifying. Just, it's a horrifying story. It sucks. It yeah. really sucks. Like This is a tool that we use to keep ourselves safe and uh to give ourselves more knowledge and power over our bodies and to understand our bodies and they're going to use this potentially against women i feel ill um do you think in the 50s they were just going into people's homes and stealing the period calendar (laughs) you know like the written out calendar they're taking their wall calendars and they're (laughs) looking at their dots this doesn't this doesn't make me exhausted for the same way because I feel like it should be a wake-up call to stop giving your data to uh. tech companies. Like, it's just, it's time. Can I ask, let me at least ask the two people in the room who do use the, an app to track yes. your menstrual cycles. Do I feel like I'm handing over my information? Well, yeah. Well, to Matt's point, wh- why would you continue using an app for that purpose? Knowing that you are handing data over 
to a, a company, maybe may publicly traded, maybe not. And they do they do take ownership of that data and they can give it to maybe whoever they want, I Wait, suppose. Way worse that like the there are apps on your phone that aren't that app that have access to that app. Right? So what like do you without you knowing? So do you actually care enough to stop using those apps or does that not really impress you either way? Just curious. Well, uh, we have access to abortions right now, so right. I guess the stakes are not as high in Connecticut. But I mean, yeah, it does kind of piss me off. However, I do. I mean, the convenience. It's so useful. Of, yeah, the I guess we just gotta create our own app. Of that scares me. Did that answer bad and answer like me. opening it and being like, mm -hmm. oh, this is why I don't feel great, or or this is what like the one that I have like tells me how to optimize during each cycle each part of the cycle mm -hmm. so it's like oh i i don't want to i'll buy have, you all calendars i do oh, i have calendars I'm but that, i'm not gonna though. take a picture of like the last one and then i was gonna I say know. but the, does that are you suggesting that women before these apps existed didn't have they used a calendar the same knowledge? that's why i said that they go into their houses I, and no but i calendar. do think that i don't think that the knowledge around our cycles was promoted as much back then well, let me I ask you this. I personally did not use a calendar before I got my smartphone. Uh, your phone's not that smart, Ari. Let me ask you this. Would you would this encourage you to check out if if you have uh, choices of which app to use, would you at least check out the yeah. the ownership and management of these companies to see if they're if they're run by women? Would that help? Well, I know the one I use is Okay. All run right. So by you woman. did look women. you did actually look at that. You're gonna be so disappointed in me, Damien. I yeah. use the one that comes with my Apple phone. Well, oh, I, I, I don't. It's not that I'm disappointed. I'm just. It's more just like a. a I'm it's perplexed that. I'm perplexed that people <laughs> say that just because something is handy that they don't care about. I know. I know. Governors you hate that who will yeah, use this in our culture war, but yeah, I hear you. I'm. I. I and I, I also, you can also use it to track other things like when you get laid. And what? it's great. It tracks that? You have oh, real data about getting laid. <laughs> well, and I'm sure for pregnancy, for for fertility purposes. And well, it's I, like, you know, yeah. when you get accused, like, it's, we only do it once a month. It's like, look, uh, no, we don't. <laughs> uh, now I know what you're talking that's about. I know exactly when we do it. Now I know what I'm we're sure talking Matt's about. I'm sure Matt's going to be pleased that that's off the record. Uh, I'll go first quickly. I am most exhausted. Uh, you know, the, the last story, Jesse, is it's more like a rage, uh, a fear, uh, anger, all those things. That that story about Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. So I'm not, I'm not at the exhaustion level yet with that stuff. Um, but I am, which is not to say I'm not. I don't hate that. Don't misread me here. Exhausted. I'm exhausted with the 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 oil oil company. Oh, yes. me too. I'm exhausted. Correct. I mean, really, like they're, and I know this is like the this is the center of all this excellence bullshit talk that we're getting from, you know, the people like the Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, the oil companies are at the center of this. But to me, and this is not a political statement I'm making. If you're if you're so inept that you're incapable of hedging your bets. And making long-term plays that 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 you know that 
that listen to 99% of scientists, then I just, I just think you're a moron. I just think you're anti-excellent. I don't know. I just, it just makes me crazy that you wouldn't invest in everything at this point. Yeah, but, it's a clean sweep. Just, right. yep. Yeah, it's a clean sweep. It uh, stinks because maybe one of those announcements I use is like, good least of the week, you know? And I'm like, oh my God, look at them. Oh, it's, that'll can't believe them. That'll teach you never to trust anyone again. Oh. All right. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Let's who do. won the who week? Won the, who won the week? Um, yeah. I'll, I'll go first. Yeah. Um, Michael D. Lockhart won the week. Who's that? Michael D. Lockhart is the chair of the safety committee at Norfolk Southern, okay. who, while the CEO is busy writing heartfelt, <laughs> we're sorry we spent all our money on buybacks letters, <laughs> He, um, no one has ever heard of that guy. The chair of the safety committee oh. at the company who has a train on fire... We've mm-hmm. never heard of that guy's name. There's no comments from him. Search him in the news. Michael Follow D. Us Lockhart. On social no- and you'll Norfolk, hear about him. M.D. Lockhart. M.D. Lockhart, Norfolk Southern. Look for his quotes about this terrible accident in East Palestine, Ohio, and you will find none because the chair of the safety committee is too busy to weigh in. So he won the week. I mean, well, this would be the yeah. first person I would fire. Also, Maybe because corporate... Fired. Corporate America has done an excellent job shielding these people forever, and that's what one, you know. That's one of our missions here. Is we're trying to peel the shield back a little bit. I don't know if yeah. we're successful. It's or not. time for you to know who these people are. Who else? Anyone else? Ari, what do you, who won the yep. week? I say mice won the week yeah, this week. This Valentine's Day week. Why? For all what? the sex they're having <laughs> on pills. Lucky ducks. Fifty-two attempts. No yep. babies. All right, I, I'm gonna go with M and M's. I like how M and M's just as uh, ridiculous as mine. <laughs> I just I just like the M and M's are back. Uh, I, I just like it. Uh, uh, Jesse. All right, I chose Rihanna because Ooh. Fenty Beauty sales were up 183 percent after her Super Bowl performance. That was a great move, pulling wow. out that compact. And I think her song sales were <laughs> up like 330 percent. That's it. Even though she hasn't created, well, she hasn't created. It's not. They're not new. I know, but still, they're just I thought- old songs. So yeah. yeah. Anyways, Rihanna wins. Yay for billionaires! Am I, I right, Damien? I found that that's true. I found that halftime to be oddly riveting. I was oddly riveted by <laughs> that performance. <laughs> I was full of questions. I was out on it. Yeah, I didn't think it was uh, that predictions. Predictions. I think the missing Chinese CEO actually <laughs> ran yeah. away and they're going to soon discover fraud and other shenanigans at that company. Uh, oh. Yeah. And he's Unfortunately, I, I wish you that were you, true. But you guys are looking at me like you already know that he's dead. He's been no, I'm probably he was told to run away is, yeah. is really the answer you're looking for is my guess. Um, oh. I, I'm going to go with uh, Bing's chatbot gets a tattoo <laughs> and joins a biker gang and is last seen riding in the direction of a electric utility with a large metal rod <laughs> to go, you know, one of those way stations, go knock out some electricity. That's what oh. I think. Uh, I'm going to say that Vivek returns to our show because someone stupidly tells him that we have a big audience in swing states and he realizes that. We're the perfect idiots to create anti-ESG talking points. Yes, for. come back, Vivek. <laughs> come do it. We'll Jesse, take anything? You swing states. Nothing. No Nothing predictions from me. Jesse. That means the show is <laughs> over, and that we can stop this. Take us out That's of here, Damian Rollis and Ari the Data Queen and Jesse the Money Whisperer. I was the a giant pile of BS. If you want some BS of your own, and by that I mean board saber metrics, call us because we have it. Otherwise. We'll be back next week with more business pants. Till then, goodbye.